millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ghost Hounds. Album First Last Time out now. Get First Last Time now anywhere you get your music. Ghost Hounds First Last Time. New Ghost Hounds tour in the works. Stay tuned. PLT, 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 baby, you and me. Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as PLT, the podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things, like that time you got an audition where the audition description read, looking for an unattractive, frumpy, not right looking, a touch off homely man that likely has a blow up doll for a girlfriend. Yeah, if you got that audition, babe, you're a PLT, okay? Yeah. <laughs> they, they read that and thought of you. <laughs> yeah. Dead. I would never get that. Um, mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. I'm Brian Steele, also known as Ryan. And with me, as always, is the prettiest girl in all of Vancouver, oh. Joanne Good Murphy. <laughs> hi. hi. It's Joanne here. Yeah. How you doing? Good. I love that makes us laugh. People listening are probably like, shut up. I know. <laughs> it is a Ryan and Amy. You think it's so funny when you change your names? That's original. Yeah. Like, I don't mind the podcast, but when they change their names, mm-hmm. I hate it. I always mm-hmm. turn it down and then turn it back up really yeah, quick. Yeah. Um, I need to talk about not right looking, a touch <laughs> off homely man. <laughs> I need to talk about Because they're like typing the stuff. So what's he like? Well, you know, he's a touch off. He's, <laughs> he's not, not right not looking. Right looking. <laughs> oh, my weird. God. I really like that a lot. Thank you. Um, I have to tell you something. Okay. Okay. So, you know, how I watch some reality shows. Mm-hmm. I've been watching the real, the new. Some. Okay. I do only watch some. Uh, I don't watch well, The Bachelor to be, anymore. To be fair, there's like a, there's like a thousand of them. I don't watch thousands. Survivor. <gasps> I don't watch Big Brother. Oh, well, okay. I don't watch what you watch, sweetie. This is true. The other day when you were over. Below Deck was playing and we just kind of let it play in the background. I didn't, I don't really enjoy Below Deck. Remember we were no, saying, yeah, I tried to get into it. Couldn't. Yeah. A couple of them are pretty to look at, but you got that in every show now. Yeah. It's boring. All these rich people come on and mm. they hate the oh, food. It's so staged too. Oh God. And, and yesterday I watched a little bit when you left and they were just like, okay, so they are real people. And like the chef on the boat obviously is a real chef. Mm-hmm. They were like saying the food was shit and the, I think he probably gets fired because that, that's what they were leading up to. What about you have just been shown to the world as a shit chef? What do you do now? Yeah. Can he, does he work? No, he has to switch careers. I would never yeah. go on a reality. I yeah. just, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'd watch people below deck if Chris Shell was on it. So would I, of course we would. And, and, <laughs> and if G flip was on it, G flip. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyways, after below deck, I was like, Oh, I'm bored. I'm going to flip around. My, my friend gave me her login to Hey You. Ooh. Most terrible platform ever. But hey once, you. Hey, hey you. Is that what it means? Like, Hey you. I think so. I think it's oh, like, no, hey, no, you, no, welcome, hey, you, welcome back. <laughs> um, and so I found Summer House because my friend said, Ray, mm-hmm. you know her. I, I love her. I like her a lot. Talk yeah, about her every girl. podcast. Yeah. She's resident PLT. 
Mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, so Saturday had said that she'd like Summer House. So I was like, okay, because she's been right about the Real Housewives stuff. So I put on Summer House. Okay, well, she's wrong. Don't watch Summer House. Mm-hmm. But I did watch a little bit of it. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I kind of hate watched it. I kept okay. watching it, whatever. And there's one part, the first episode, I'm like, I'm going to pick a random episode. The first thing they start with is, he finger banged Claire. <laughs> he finger banged her. And then the next, the whole episode, and I'll admit it, I watched the next. So maybe mm. she isn't wrong. Okay, fine. Maybe I got a little sucked in. Mm-hmm. They just kept talking about how she got finger banged. Oh my God. And then she had to tell everybody that she had been finger banged by him because they all live in this house together. Mm-hmm. So like she wanted everyone to know that like they hooked up. But instead of saying like, we like were intimate with each other, she just kept telling everyone that she'd been fingered, fingered. He fingered me. <laughs> He kept, and she's fingered. like, I have to tell you that so-and-so fingered me. Oh, by the way, I got fingered. Oh my what God. the fuck? Why are they talking about, why did you just say you were, you hooked up with someone? <laughs> I originally was going to say, I still, I, I thought I loved that expression. Finger bang. It just finger is bang. so gross and I wrong. Know. But sometimes people say finger blast, but I like finger bang. But now hearing you talk about them that so much, I'm kind of don't like it anymore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> don't watch Summer House. No. She, everyone's just getting fingered on that show. Finger bang. I know. Oh my God. I don't know. But she, I think she kept saying fingered. A couple times she may have said finger bang finger banged but i do think that this was a few seasons ago and i think they're still together this couple i don't know what their names are but okay fine i guess i got into it i went to their instagrams fine have you Uh, ever ever been finger banged no (laughs) (laughs) no i never have never no 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 that's fair yeah let's move on let's move on speaking of finger banging Guess who got to the next round of Family Feud Canada auditions? Ooh. Me. <laughs> Speaking of finger banging. Yeah. yeah. So I, I told you guys on a recent episode that the Steele family has auditioned for Family Feud Canada. Yep. I made a terrific audition video that I can't wait to put online one day. I probably can't yet until we do the show. Oh, so wow. I'm going to save it in my in my safe for yeah. now. Yes. Save it in my safe. In your tech safe. Yep. Um, so anyway, we, we auditioned and we didn't hear anything for like a couple weeks. And then the other day, Got an email from Family Feud Canada that they'd like us to do a virtual audition. Yeah. So we move into the next round. Here's the thing. I'm really excited. I want to do it. It's like, also, it's a free trip to Toronto. Yeah. And they put you up in a hotel and everything. And also, and then I had a dream last night yeah. that I was playing and I was there and I looked up and I saw like the ding, ding, the board, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I was like really nervous. And I always, if you know one thing about me, I always dream the future. So <laughs> I... I think it's going to happen. And then we're going to win, obviously, because if we play fast money, then that's what I saw in my dream last night. But I'm really nervous because it's me and my cousin Natalie. We're going to be the ones who do it. We haven't even told the rest of our family. We've just just decided that we're one and two. And we put the other people <laughs> in the order that we wanted them. And they don't they don't even know that they're not playing for fast money. Well, I'm sure if they wanted to be the ones, I feel like they, that's something that you like say right away. I'll mm-hmm. do it or I'm good. Or like if someone like knows, they might just know you guys will be mm-hmm. better at that. I don't know if I would. Well, first of all, congratulations. Sorry about that. Thank you. Yeah. Have you ever been finger banged? <laughs> <laughs> that's private. Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah. Congratulations. That's amazing. And you're going to go to Hollywood, honey. You're going to Hollywood. You're going. That's American Idol. Oh yeah. Sorry. Shit. Oh my God. Um, but I don't know if I could take the pressure of mm-hmm. being one of the two family members that answer the questions. I at know the end. it's a lot. Yeah. Like I love to do, I love to do it when mm-hmm. I'm watching the, watching it on the TV. Mm-hmm. But um, I, don't think I could handle the pressure. Like, honestly, like I do. I watch it here and there. If we get the go ahead that we're going to be on, yeah. I'm going to record it every day and I'm going to watch every day. I'm going to play along. Yeah. And see how stupid the fucking answers are, because I've never watched the Canadian one, yeah. but I've, I've watched the American one. Obviously, it's been on forever. And some of the answers now, I feel like I could be wrong. You probably know this answer. But like back in the day, there were like regular answers mm-hmm. like they made sense. Mm-hmm. Now they have like a bazillion answers and they're stupid. Yeah. It's a question could be we as 100 people and um there here's the uh, uh, what you would you give your wife to uh make her feel better after a fight number one answer is a dinosaur <laughs> like oh i should have known what the fu- and then they all and then everyone repeats it a dinosaur oh, oh. what number two finger bang yeah. oh. <laughs> oh. you have one gross uncle that's like finger fucker. <laughs> and they're like is it number three finger fuck her oh my god and but you know what though really quickly on and then i'm gonna not talk about this anymore like my mom is like my only immediate family that is gonna be on it with me and i just be really excited to go to toronto with my mom oh my god it's so fun yeah my mom me and my mom mm-hmm. that's nice yeah 
Um, speaking of moms, Ryan and I um, play these two middle-aged mom characters. If you've ever seen us live, we have they have they do have some concerts online. Mm-hmm. They're called Moms Over Miami. I'm Judy Campbell. He's Susan Drulo, and um, we recently performed. I talked about it, I think, an episode ago uh, in the JFL Northwest Festival, and they're sort of our like best characters. Anyways, they sing. They do a concert. And we've been doing them for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Like 10 years, maybe like more. 10 plus years. And when we started, it was like, okay, they're like 55 years old. Mm-hmm. And I watched, I looked at some photos and watched some clips back of, of when we performed most recently. Mm-hmm. We look like we're 55 now. <laughs> like we are the age that they have always been. They were slowly becoming them in real life. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, we might weird. need to get new characters. We used to be like, yeah, Amy was, I think 27 and I was 34 when we started these characters, maybe even younger. I want to say, cause yeah. yeah, maybe, yeah, fuck. And so, you know, Amy was a baby. I was, you know, not as old as I am now, but, um, <laughs> yeah, we were just like little kids putting on these wigs and, and blouses. And now it suits us a little too well. Yeah. And what do you stuff your bra with? I don't need to anymore. <laughs> No, I was joking. I stuffed them with scarves. Scarves and, oh yeah, scarves. scarves. Right. But scarves. for my lower section, um, I don't want to say the word, but I used to put a little padding in there, my front. Some people like to call it a gunt. gunt. Okay, okay. She, she your, said it, so I'm fine with your it. Your gut and your cunt. Yeah, so my gunt, I used to put this blue <laughs> dress for some reason. I would put it in there and stuffed it, but the more I moved around and danced, it would slowly slide down my leg yeah. and my sister Nicole would watch and she would always, after the show, she's like, you gotta do something about your gunt. <laughs> So in the last year, I actually bought this like fanny pack that is like a hairy stomach. Yes. And I use that now and it is perfection. It don't move. It sits right. And it's the right step I've taken for Susan Drulo. <laughs> he clips his gunt to mm. in the back mm-hmm. and it looks so good. I always forget that I need to pack something to sh- to like pack my gunt. Mm-hmm. And so whatever t-shirt I'm inevitably wearing, <laughs> I will just shove that down my pants. You have to wear that after. Yeah, perform, sweat like a pig, and then wear it after and hug everyone. Yeah, that's gross. Whatever. Um, <laughs> speaking of gross, um, when I used to work <laughs> at uh, the music venue, Commodore. Yeah. It was a great, great job. But we had, you know, lots of shows and it was fun to watch them, you know, because like during the actual show, people don't drink as much and they're just all enjoying and you get to kind of watch it as well. And, um, yeah, it was one came to mind today for some reason. You know, at the time at the Commodore and Maggie Rogers played and you came and I was working and she was on stage and she literally told people that not I'm exaggerating, but she she was I, pissed off. She was pissed off she, during her like some of her songs. She wanted it to be really quiet. I get it. We want to hear you. But there's a thousand people in the room. OK, yeah. people are drinking. A drink is going to fall. A little whispers. Someone's phone's going to go off. And she was getting so mad. She was like, you guys need to shut Ah, <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait putting, this is what okay, happened. Here we go. It, this is what happened because I remember. Yeah. I remember very clearly. I was drinking. You weren't. It was. <laughs> were you working? Yeah. Okay. We, we, it was one song where she was like, "You guys, I need. I'm doing this like with no instruments. Like she prepped them and was like." I need the room to like be silent, which also was awkward. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It was be- It ended up being beautiful, but it was a very awkward, clumsy, like, I guess there was no other better way, but she wanted everyone to be quiet, but people are drinking. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of different personalities in the fucking room. And there were a couple of people that wanted to woo. And like, so she started to get prepared. And then she was like, no, I can't do it. Then. <laughs> I can't do it. And then it was like, oh my God, it was getting cringy. Yeah. And then finally, I think it was like once or twice, she like stopped and basically said like, shut up. During the song, right? Yeah, yeah. she started. But then it was so, it was like weird because it was like super cringy. And then it was, whoa, yeah. like her voice and how she did it and sang this really cool thing. That's like every date with me. It starts really cringy, and but then, then, then like, it like, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. We're learning a lot about that. Well, yeah. anyway, speaking of um, etiquette and speaking of little, little boy Jenny. Yeah. Why does she feel that it's okay that when we go for walks, she always, she walks faster than me and she will not keep my pace, which is my natural pace mm-hmm. and her natural pace is faster than me. Yeah. And she's okay 
with walking ahead of me mm-hmm. fully on walks together. That's not okay. Why is she doing that? I don't know. When I went to uh, Machu Picchu with my ex, he we were like hiking together in Peru and he would fucking be so far ahead of me and he didn't get it. We'd like, we, there's a little like break points where we'd stop with our little crew and I'm like, hi, are we doing this together? Like yeah. I, I maybe wouldn't have come because <laughs> like I didn't come here to walk through Machu Picchu solo. I came to walk with my little boy, Jenny. <laughs> Your LBJ. My LBJ. Well, here's the thing. I totally agree with you. And I'm constantly saying, hello. And then she stops her little feet and she looks back and she goes, what? And I'm like, are we walking together? Yeah. Like, are we walking together? Are, are we on a walk together? Or are you just sort of like, do you have your own little plane? Like, I want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you from behind you. And then she slows down. And she's like, well, fuck. She's like, you're so tall. Why can't you have bigger steps? Well, I have short I have a short stride. Yeah. Like I got long legs, but I got a sh- short, weird stride. Yeah. Nothing you can do about that. You can't change that. So no. slow the hell down, slow little down. feet, little legs. Yeah. And how are you going that fast anyways? Yeah. You got smaller legs. Yeah. Thanks. You know what? That pisses me off about Jenny. You know what else pisses me off? What? Cats. Ugh. And I'm, I'm an ex-cat owner. I own two cats. I was one of those like 24-year-olds that, you know, moved downtown and was like, oh my God, I'm an adult now. I'm going to buy Scratch and Wins and I'm going to drink every night and I'm going to buy animals. So I bought uh, a cat and then I bought another cat like a year later and I had them. I think I might have talked about this once in the podcast, but I, I got rid of them after about 10 years because of a breakup and um, living with my sister. And she's like, you can't bring them. So I found them a new home. But I'm so happy that happened because they ruined all of my furniture. They ruined everything. And I would have to lint brush my bed every day because it was covered in hair. If it was like a man's chest hair, I'd be fine with it. But cat hair, no thanks. And everything. So now I have all, you've been in my apartment a bunch. Yeah. I have so many nice things. Nice. And you know what? What? None of it is scratched by a little cat fucking Freddy Krueger claws. No, it's not. It's only farted on and laid on yeah. and jacked on. Yeah, well, everything's been jacked on. Of course. Well, I know every time I leave him, I'll be so sticky. I'm like, why am I? What did I step in? There's no sap around here. Um, you know what's nice, though, I should say, when you did give away your cats, mm-hmm. um, you gave them to a really lovely couple that was really excited. Oh, was this one guy. Oh, I hate myself. I'd like to say <laughs> when you did give- <laughs> try to make you sound better, honey. There's nothing wrong with what you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there might. I don't know. Listen, yeah. you gave away cats you had for a long time mm-hmm. and you gave them to a really nice person. Yeah, he was really nice. Who really wanted he them. He still has one of them. Button passed away. Rest in peace. Oh, RIP button. Mm, button. Button. Button steel. What was the other one's name again? Bruno. Button and Bruno. Hey, but we don't talk about Bruno. Um, <laughs> I always try to do that joke. <laughs> yeah, so I know. Stupid. Um, cats are from hell. Yeah, okay. Thank you. My mother had a cat. Well, my brother had a cat named Kitty and then he moved away and gave the cat and said, please take my cat. Yeah. And my mom was like, fuck, I guess. Her name was Kitty. Original. Yeah. Nice, Matt. And um, she was a cat from hell. Mm-hmm. She was not friendly. Sometimes she'd like trick you and she was beautiful. She would. Do you remember Kitty? Yeah, I know. She had white hair. She was a Siamese cat and she had like a raccoon tail and big blue eyes. Big oh, blue I dirty was eyes. Was the one when we filmed that mom's video and you were lying on the floor and there was cat vomit beside you? Was that Yes, Kitty's? that was hers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was always vomiting on the carpet, okay. always. Um, anyhow, she, uh, but she last, don't worry, everyone, everyone who's concerned, pet owners, she lived till she was about a thousand. She did, just recently died and my mother had her for like, I think like 27 years. Wow. And she, uh, she used to pretend that like you'd, she was like, okay, she's being friendly. You can pet her. Yeah. And then she'd go, and she'd fucking bite you Cunt. with her teeth. Cunt. She'd just, argue you like a, like a snake. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I remember getting so mad because it scared me and it hurt. And I'd be like, get the fuck off me, yeah. kitty. We should change the name cat to cunt. Yeah, cunty. Dogs and cunts. Come here, cunty. Hey, do you have a dog or a cunt? Oh, I have two little cunts. Oh my God. Yeah, because they're fucking cunts. You heard it here first. Should we get to our guests? I would love that. Our guest today stars alongside Steve Carell in the Netflix series Space Force and alongside Selma Blair in Netflix's Another Life. And he also happens to be the only living person in the whole world with two assholes. It's J.R. Tanako. JR. Hi. Hi. That, Hi. What an in- introduction. Yeah. yeah. So forget all the celebrity stuff. You have two bumholes. Mm-hmm. I know, right? So tell us about what that was like. Well, you know, at, at birth, they just didn't know which one to sew up. And my parents didn't want to sew anything up. It was yeah. like, be how you are and how you're born. So they just kind of left me with the two assholes. Oh, oh happy God. pride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was well-timed. Happy, happy 
fried, honey. The luckiest person in the world. It's a blessing. I yeah. think so too. Yeah. There's so many things. One yeah. for I don't want to ask you what you use one for and what the other for, yeah. but whatever you please, whatever you pleasure, mm-hmm. whatever you mm-hmm. discard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways, honey, thank you so much for taking the time. <laughs> There's always a little nugget surprise when yeah. we intro people. No one mm-hmm. ever likes no, it. I but, love it. Okay, good. Because you know who else loves it? Us. Yeah. And who do we do this podcast for? Ourselves. Ourselves. <laughs> um, JR, you lovely mm-hmm. being, tell us a little Hi. bit about yourself and what you do. Um, I am an Australian actor. I've been living in North America slash Canada for the last five years, chasing my dreams and um, loving it so far. Things are kind of taking off. I've done a few shows for uh, Netflix and other streaming services, starting to write my own um, things at the moment as well. Nice. And yeah, just kind of, kind of feeling it all out still. Very cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're, you're living the dream, kid. Am I? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, this is as good as it gets. Yeah, you're living my dream. Actually, <laughs> this, yeah, you're living all of our dreams, and, and it does not get any better from here, honey. Do you ever introduce yourself as Netflix's Jr.? <laughs> Pretty much. Like, I, I think the last interview I did, they were going through my resume, and like everything was Netflix. It was like five things that were all Netflix. But <sighs> the thing is, with Netflix, is they're so progressive with their casting. So mm-hmm. I'm really, really grateful to them for that. Wow. I have yet. To, oh no, I was. Uh, essentially a prostitute on the flash that's on netflix isn't it i, I think so hey i've been yeah. i've been in three seconds on a, a show on netflix Yay. so i i too jr feel your stardom <laughs> netflix is amy good and i see netflix's sort of hooker whatever yeah. it doesn't matter if the three of us go to a party it's gonna be like hey who are you bringing oh, i'm bringing netflix's jr tanako netflix's, <laughs> netflix's amy good murphy and ryan Steele. <laughs> And scores Ryan Steele. Scores Ryan Steele. Score Davies Ryan Steele. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, uh, Jr. You were born in Manila, Philippines. I was. And, and then your family moved to Australia. Yeah, my mother and, and I. Yep. Yeah, like you, you kind of just said. And now you live in Vancouver. Beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful city. You beautiful guys. city, Vancouver. Lovely. Have you uh, found it easy um, bouncing all over the world and living in different places? Uh, well, I moved to Australia when I was four, so I don't really remember that part of my life. I knew that it was it was pretty difficult uh, growing up and. Um, uh, uh, Visaya, which is the local dialect, was my first language. And going from that into like an English speaking school was really difficult. Um, therefore, like my learning was pretty uh, behind. So that's been a really uh, big challenge throughout my life. And then moving here, not so much. I think Australia and Canada are pretty mm-hmm. similar in a lot of ways. I guess just the weather. Um, the yeah. people are pretty, pretty similar. But um, a challenge in the way that, you know, I miss my friends and my family. Um, I kind of wish the industry that was here was in Australia as well. That would be nice. But otherwise, no, it's been pretty good. I really, uh, Vancouver has been really welcoming to me and I, I love it here. It's home now. So, yeah. Of course, we love you. Oh, what was the first language you, sorry, when you were born? So it's a dialect in the Philippines called, called um, Bisaya. Do you still speak that? I can understand that I can't speak it anymore. Okay. And then you speak yeah. Australian and English. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is. It's completely another language. Wow. It is completely another language. A box of wine you call a goon bag. A goon bag. And then there are a lot of a, things. A trash, like a person who's trash is a bogan. Bogan. That's oh, a, like a, 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 it's like a hillbilly or a oh, hillbilly, that's um, redneck, a redneck. Yeah, 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 yeah trash, trash. Bogan. <laughs> Fucking bogan. That, that's all I know. The Ryan's a bogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, can't, a you guys can't see right now, but I'm pissed. You would fit in. <laughs> You're a bogan. Yeah, we're gonna change the name from PLT to bogan. <laughs> oh damn it! Previously on Bogan the podcast. Oh, fuck, we should have done that. <laughs> we still can't. Like, hey, honey. Okay, fine, fine. We're only like 19 episodes. You're in. right. We Nobody cares about this. No one cares about this. Who gives a shit? Um, I always admire people who make any type of move in general, just because I never have. I've traveled a mm. lot, but I always admire people that move. And it's, it's for any reason, but like, you mm-hmm. know, you in particular moving for your career, is that why you, you came here for your career? Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, as an actor, studying as an actor well, as well in Australia, there was not much um, in the way of work for someone who identifies as um, LGBT at all. And then again, a person of color as well. Sorry, the minority of the minority in Australia where there's not much work. Right. So you know, I never auditioned. Um, they tend to recycle their actors there quite a bit. You'll always see the same actors on the same shows. So I, you know, 
managers there would always tell me that you should try LA or the States. And I did try that. And the visa situation is really difficult. And this was the next uh, best thing. Like, it, you know, I came over on a two year working visa, worked with Ryan for a year and a half. And, Thank you. <laughs> and it's been, yeah, it's, it's a lot of Australian actors come over here now. Um, JR, mm-hmm. you were on a Netflix show called Another Life. Mm-hmm. alongside Selma Blair, and you played the character yeah. of Zane. Yes. Who identified as non-binary. Mm-hmm. And how does that make you feel to have played a character like that, knowing that like inevitably other young or any age non-binary people will now be able to see themselves represented on TV? Yeah. I mean, like you guys know, as, as an actor starting out, you don't really go for roles to, to be a spokesperson for anybody. I selfishly, it's, you know, I, I wanted, I've always wanted to be an actor. So I, you know, go for this for myself. But the fact that this has become such a big character for the community and uh, people look to me and I'm inspiring other uh, young queer actors is just, has been a bonus on top of everything. So, um, yeah, it was kind of, I, I didn't expect it at all. And I, through the show, found my own non-binariness. Like I didn't really understand what it meant beforehand, but learning what being non-binary is, I, it really resonated with me. And that's how I've kind of always felt my whole life. Have wow. you had anybody reach out to you and, and thank you or? Thousands of people. Wow. Thousands, thousands, thousands. Yeah. And it's been really beautiful. Oh, that's so great. So many parents like that say that they you know, get their kids to watch the show for me. And I think that's, it's really, really beautiful oh to see. Oh, I know, it's lovely. Yeah. My God. And <laughs> for you, JR, to have found that in yourself as well. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so amazing and so wonderful. And that that's why these things need to continue to happen this way. For sure. Just to help so many different people figure out exactly who they are. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. so cool. What a yeah. what a privilege to be able to play that character and mm-hmm. how wonderful that they created it and and how much beauty has come from it. Exactly. Yeah. It's been oh, really, God. really a gift. That's so lovely. Wow. Yeah. You also play Dr. Zyler in yeah. Netflix Space Force. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of famous people on that show. Steve Corral, Lisa Kudrow, in case you forgot, uh, yeah. John Malkovich, Tim Meadows, mm-hmm. Jane Lynch. To name mm-hmm. a few. To name a, a few. few. <laughs> what was it like working with freaking all those people so early on in your career? It was kind of like a fever dream, the whole thing. Like it was, I, it, I felt like I wasn't there. I think the first time I met Steve, it was as we were rehearsing. So I didn't even get to meet him in the green room or anything or at our chairs. So to see him for the first time on set, when we're about to like, you know, run our lines with the director was probably the most nervous I've been in my life. Um, but he is so lovely and so welcoming, but very professional. Like he kind of keeps to himself a bit and, you know, he's got, he's there to do a job, but, um, it's crazy to like, just look at him and you just feel like you're, you've jumped into a TV screen and now you're working with him, someone that I've watched my whole life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there's a, the, all those actors are improv actors and like amazing comedians that have, you know, done this, their whole acting careers. So to see them kind of bounce off each other and be so quick and fast, like the two of you, like it's, it's really, yeah. really cool to see. And, um, I learned a lot, but I was a nervous wreck the whole time for sure. It was, <laughs> it was so scary but yeah yeah, I had to do it and it was amazing I also love how like it's funny I think if you're not an actor or someone who works on set or like in this industry to to like understand that moment too where you're like oh yeah we didn't like get to know each other or like we don't practice together like we are literally what you're meaning if I'm understanding you is rehearsal is like right like you're on your mark Mm-hmm. And camera mm-hmm. is there and everybody's mm-hmm. there and you're mm-hmm. just walking into the onto your mark and there he is and it's just probably a hey. Yep. And then you go and you've never done it before with each other so you don't know how the other's going to say it. Yep. And then and then it's action. I've had to that experience and then I did a film called Swan Song with Mahesh Lali and Glenn Close. Oh my god. And I well, didn't I didn't No, meet, no, JR JR no. <laughs> I didn't meet Mahershala, I met Mahershala during rehearsals and it was a scene where it was me speaking the whole time and he was listening to me speak and that was crazy. And then I met Glenn in makeup, but she was lovely. And Oh, you call her Glenn um, by her first oh, name. Her name yeah, is yeah. Glenn. Okay. That's, Glenn. How, that's, how, that's how she introduced herself. So I have to. <laughs> JR, you've worked with Glenn fucking close as well. 
it was crazy. It was crazy. You're the biggest star we've ever had on this fucking show. <laughs> she was in my favorite movie growing up, Fatal Attraction. Hello. Fatal Attraction. Yeah, Love. we'd oh watch that God. over and over as kids. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, she was. She was. She was interesting in that, yeah. wasn't she? She reminds me of you when you're in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the first person to say that. Yeah, it's weird. It's uncanny. It's uncanny. You know what? What? I fucking hate you and I love you at the well, same time. I'll go to hell. Yeah. I'll meet you there. Here's the thing. Um, JR, have you always found it easy to just be yourself? Like, have you, have you, I, I, I read an article about you talking about being in, high, I think it was in high school maybe, and how mm-hmm. you were just yourself. Um, yeah. you know, you may, I think you said you wore lipstick in high school and, you know, we're just truly yourself. So I just wondered what that was like for you growing up. Like, was it easy for you to be yourself and, and yeah. sort of what I was wouldn't like? say. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f- are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I wouldn't say easy. It was just more so I kind of, I didn't even have a thought of trying to be someone else. It was just like, well, I'm going to, do this. And if people don't like it, then I don't know what else I'm going to do. Like I just didn't, it didn't, I didn't, it didn't register that I had to kind of butch up or, you know, not do this. Like, so if I wore makeup or acted a certain way and I got bullied for it, so be it. That was just how I took it. And that I just, that was my reality at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just really enjoyed Like I, I think um, I graduated high school in 2006. So I was like wearing makeup in like 2000, the early 2000s, 2005, before these fucking YouTubers and <laughs> I was contouring way before them. No, but um, right. <laughs> it was just something that I've always loved to do. And it's just like a, a you know, form of expression, an extension of yourself and how you choose to express yourself. So, um, cause even my mom, like I would wear makeup and she would never say that I was, you know, being different or things like that. So it didn't really, um, occur to me to ever change. That's so lovely, JR. That's so Mm -hmm. nice. Cause I, I, yeah, we were doing a little research on you and I, you had said some really lovely things about your mom and I thought, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'd really love to talk about that here. So I'm really glad that you had that support. Cause like you said, a lot of people didn't. And I too, you know, when I was younger, literally from the day I could remember, like my first memories, I wanted to dress, you know, like whatever dressing like a boy means, but you know, I had crew cut and I had all of that. And everybody thought I was a boy until I was 11 years old. Mm -hmm. And was totally bullied for it. But I didn't know just kind of like what you said is like, I didn't know any other way. And I was lucky yeah. enough to have parents that never told me to wear a dress or never told me to grow yeah. my hair or do anything mm-hmm. like that. I just, that was just me. That was just who, yeah. I, who I was. The other day I was on the street and there was this uh, little kid. He would have been about four years old and he was in like a tiara and a skirt and his mom was with him. And I thought it was the sweetest thing I have mm. ever seen. And the, the fact that we're seeing more of that is just like so amazing. And again, I was at Sephora not too long ago and there was a little boy choosing out lipstick because his mom and his mom was like, what color would you like? Do you want to wear this? And I was like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> It's, it's becoming normal, which is so yeah. nice, you know? It's so nice. I, yeah, I, I love that. I, I want to tell a quick little funny story on that, that, mm-hmm. that a friend of mine was telling me, she's like, we were having a conversation. She was telling me about a friend of hers who has a son who she said, she's like, yeah, she has a son and he like, you know, oh, she showed me a picture of him or something and he was like wearing a dress and I was like, oh my God. I'm like, that's so lovely. And I think, you know, they're an Italian family and I'm like, that's so cool that, that she just sort of lets him do whatever he'd like, like wear whatever he'd like, whatever, play with whatever he'd play with. And she goes, yeah, it is cool. But she's like, 
I don't know. I don't really think he wants to wear the dresses or like the lipstick, but she keeps telling him to put it on. Oh my God. <laughs> I think she like wants, like, yeah, she's just trying to be like, if you're gay, it's okay. And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. And she's like, just put this lipstick on, put this dress yeah. on. It's okay. But he's like, I just want to go play soccer or That's like, you know, funny. whatever. Yeah. But she's like, yeah. you sure you don't want to play with Barbies, honey? I bought you six of them today. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was interesting, but also, okay. I was yeah. told I wasn't allowed to play with Barbies because I was born a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, gay was bad back then. Now it's good. Pardon me? Did you, did you want to play with Barbies? I did. Well, I had two sisters and then, then our neighbors were both uh, girls. So mm-hmm. we would, the five of us would all play together. And so they all had Barbies. So it was more out of default. You know what I mean? Like we're playing Barbies. And then my parents, you know, they've changed a lot. They're, you know, they wouldn't have done this uh, today, but back in the day they're, they, yeah, they're like, Ryan, you can't, you can't play with those Barbies. Aww. Yeah. But you know what? Not that they didn't know. And then not, not to say that it was a different time because all that doesn't really, it doesn't still make it right. But mm-hmm. Yeah, they. I don't think yeah. they had big a lot of ill will. You know what I mean? They they didn't know what to do with it. They're doing what they were taught was, you know, what they thought was right. This is true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jr. They didn't want you kissing any fucking boys. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that was good. They want you licking any two butthole kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy in my elementary school who had two buttholes. His name was Brian. And no, he did. <laughs> and Jr. Okay, moving along here. So. For our listeners out there, you can tell that JR has one of the thickest, I will say almost annoying Australian accents you've ever heard it. And we do apologize for that. But in a lot of your movies and television, you have an American accent. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you found that easy? Have you been able to do that for a long time or is that a little bit of a struggle? You're really good at it. I I find it pretty easy. Can you do a little bit right now? um, I guess. What did you eat for breakfast this morning and um, what's your favorite color? This morning I had eggs on bread with uh, butter or whatever. And then I went to my sewing class. Uh, and after that, I came here to meet you guys. Amazing. Let's keep, <laughs> let's keep that for the rest of the episode. Moving on. Okay. So in a previous interview, Oh no, it's Amy. It's, no, that was no, fantastic. It's me. <laughs> Thanks. We have to study that as Australians. So like before you go overseas, you have to study your American accent. Oh, as hard. an actor. It's a big yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, can we try our Australian accents? Amy, you go. He really Please. wants us to, so we will. Yeah. Okay. Um, what, what should I say? What should I say, JR? What did you have for breakfast this morning? What did you do today? So I didn't have breakfast because uh-huh. I had a massage. Oh. And is it using massage? How do you say massage? <laughs> massage. Yeah, massage. I did it, JR. I'm really good at it, JR. So yes. Um, and then so I went to JJ Bean. <laughs> I got um, like no, I went to Matchstick, yeah, and I got a breakfast sandwich and a muffin, mm-hmm. and then I came to Ryan's. So yeah, oh, it's yeah. a little kiwi in, in oh, part, but fuck. otherwise it's really good. Thank yeah. you. Some people just completely butcher it. It's really bogan. It's hot. It's a hot accent. Yeah. Too. Okay, Ryan, please. All right. All right. This morning, I actually had two practices because I woke up and I had a, I had a bowl of cereal, but then I had boot camp, so I didn't eat too much. I went to, I went to boot camp, and then I came back, and then I had my regular breakfast, which is like an egg scramble with veggies and a fruit smoothie. Oh, what are you doing with your mouth? Why is it? It keeps going like this. That's how you talk in Australia. Okay. Next question. Next question. Okay. Sorry. Oh my god. Don't oh. come for me unless I send for you. Yeah, Jr. So and also that, that was pretty. It was pretty good. That was really good. Also, we, Jr. didn't send for us. We sent we sent for ourselves <laughs> because he did not ask us to do that. Fair enough. Oh, sorry, Jr. Um, so we read that you. Well, I don't know. We don't know if this is true or not. But we read that you only audition for non-binary and gender fluid roles. And is that true? No, I wouldn't say that's true. I would just say that that's pretty much all I get. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so someone wrote it. Someone was like, we're just going to write this for yeah. him. No, um, I think it's just more so like I would never get like the straight guy, you know, the footy player. Like that's not going to, I'm never going to get those kind of roles. So I think right. it just kind of as default, I would get the more non-binary roles or gay male roles or, you know, queer roles. Not so much. I'm never going to get in a straight role. And, like and brother. is that anything that, like, how does that make you feel? Is that, does that make sense for you? Just it makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Like if, I mean, if I'm going to be an actor that wants to, you know, completely shape shift one day, I could probably do that when I am writing my own thing or, right. but I just don't think anyone's going to cast me in that role at this stage in my career. You know what I mean? I yeah. think, um, 
later down the track when they are willing to experiment and take a chance on you than maybe, but not yeah. at this stage. Yeah. Well, we're really happy that you are auditioning for the roles that you are because you. you're real good. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to jump into rapid fire questions. <laughs> We're going to ask you rapid fire questions. We're going to ask them quickly and we need you to answer them quickly. Whatever Shit, comes, okay. you can do it. Whatever comes yeah. to the top of your brain, doesn't matter if it's good, bad, funny, or horny. Yeah, do it. Even okay. if, if I say, what's your favorite country? And you say blue, that's acceptable. Yeah, it's, it's okay. The, okay we hope, we hope yeah, you don't say that. I feel like that would be my answer. Yeah. And then we can make fun of you after. So it's even better if you okay. do, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So he, I'm going to say one and then he's going to say one and it, and it has to be as quick as you can. Shit. Okay. You ready? Yep. Let's take a deep breath together. Okay, and uh, please count us down, Brian. Three, two, one. What was your first job? Uh, waiter. Best reality show? Um, Survivor. What's your favorite word? Cunt. <laughs> Toilet paper or bidet? Toilet paper. What is your, what is your, what is your favorite thing? Oh, no. Keep going. What is your favorite thing to do in the summertime? Um, stay inside and not see the sun. <laughs> Whatever fails to make you laugh? Um, Ryan. <gasps> do you believe in soulmates? No. Have you ever shit yourself? <laughs> yes, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bang them out. Yes. And now it's time for our PLT stories. So going back around 20 years, I want to say maybe 21 or 22. And I saw I was a Red Robin boy. I worked at three different Red Robins, Burger Joint. I worked in Langley location, Metrotown and Robson. Metrotown didn't really make any sense. I never lived in Burnaby. I only ever, <laughs> I only ever worked at the Burnaby Metrotown because there was these twin ravers that I used to see at raves that I knew that worked. I was at the Langley Red Robin and I would I, I knew that they worked at the Metrotown location and they both drove Sunfires. And I thought they were so cute that I was like, I want to pick up a couple of shifts there. This and- makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Now, also, I eventually got a sunfire. Yeah, and you went to raves. <laughs> I went to. I guess where I would see them at raves. <laughs> anyway, they're Todd and Brad, and then I got the job there. But also, in all honesty, too, I got the job there because I knew I wanted to transfer downtown, and they had a different system of like ringing everything in. We had a very old school one in Langley, like not even a computer, like a weird till. So I was like, oh, I need to learn, like you know, uh, a squirrel, so I can go to Robson. And um, I was out. Like to my close friends and family, but I wasn't really out to Metrotown Red Robin. I think maybe to a couple of girls and maybe we'd seen each other at a bar or something. But I used to work Sunday nights. I'd bartend. And it was all boys. They used to do the same schedule, uh, same uh, shifts every week there. So for some reason, it was all boys in front of house and all boys in the kitchen. And then after work, 1230, whatever, we'd always have a beer after in this back area. And a couple of times, uh, like a couple of weeks in a row, the guys took out like... Uh, porno magazines or whatever you call them, you know, like playboys and stuff. Porno and, magazines <laughs> or whatever you call them. We, we have the internet now, uh, but they brought up, like you say, yeah, playboys and what do you call porno them? Mags. Porno mags. Porno mags. Yeah. And so they're going through and they're looking at their tits and looking at the girls and we're having, having brews, being boys. And they're like, Ryan, check her out. <laughs> and I kind of hate myself because I was out, but I was like, what do I do right now? Yeah. Say, oh, I'm actually gay. And y- you know what? I should have. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel of course. in the moment. Yeah. It wasn't that I wasn't comfortable. I just, what I was, do I want to start that conversation right now? Do I owe these With guys a bunch anything? of guys that are looking at yeah. breasts? So like, I was just, I literally was like, yeah, she's pretty nice. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Right. Like, here's the thing though. Like I do appreciate a few female body a lot. Like when I was a kid and I was still kind of questioning, I, I had jerked off to, to Tyra Banks before, you know, like my parents would give me the sports illustrated calendar every year and it would always go on my wall. And it's always, you know, like Tyra Banks and like, you know, Naomi Campbell and I don't know all those like chicks from the early two thousands late nineties. And, uh, yeah, so I had jerked off to it before, but when you're that age, you know, a wind can hit your penis and you can, <laughs> you can ejaculate. So not like it was hard, um, <laughs> pun intended, nice. but anyway, that's basically my story. I was a PLT for two reasons. One that I got the job there because of ravers that had sunfires that I had a crush on. And two, that I would just look at tits and be like, yeah, those are yeah. nice with these other guys. <laughs> Thank you. That's my time. Okay. Um, I really like how you're, yeah, we're not, we don't have to dissect each other's stories, but sometimes I like to dissect Ryan's stories. Mm. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I really like how you, when they asked you, Hey, Ryan, what do you think about the, this? Yeah. And you went, 
Oh, yeah, she's pretty nice. (laughs) (laughs) What else do I say? That's the thing, too. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't like, I I didn't try very hard. I just kind of like said my two cents and then like. Maybe you did think she was nice. You you still be gay. Yeah, what I was going to say. Maybe they they knew that you were gay and they wanted you to come out and they were asking you. Oh, the plot thickens. Let's let's bait him. Yeah, let's bait him. Oh, Mm -hmm. Wow. I don't know. I never thought about that. Also, why are you bringing out Playboys at the end of a Red Robin <laughs> shift? What the fuck? I know, this is before like, you know, the internet was around, but this is before it was so just like readily available. <laughs> I think like. Can you imagine? I used to work at Red Robin too. Imagine me and my girls after we closed <laughs> down and we brought out a bunch of Playgirls and we were like, come on girls. Oh, look at that. Okay, I'm going to go home down to my parents' house and hope I'll see you tomorrow for my shift. <laughs> look, look at his dick, Chantel. Chantel, do you think? Hey, I think Chantel's gay. Let's ask her about this playgirl's dick. Oh my god, it's no different to Grinda and Tinder these days, really. Oh, yeah, true, true that. Oh, okay, oh, well, thanks, you are a PLT. Thank you very much. All right, it's a pleasure. Um, may I, may I, gentlemen, may I have the floor? Yeah, please, babe. Mm-hmm, okay. Go for it. Um, so uh, in Pride fashion. Mine's going to be a gay story too. Okay. Okay. So um, my oldest brother, Matt is gay as well. JR. I have two mm-hmm. older brothers. One is gay. One is not. And um, we grew up Catholic as our PLT listeners know. So we went to church and um, at this point, Matt and I were both out and like, you know, sort of saying, you know, we very much were strongly like, we're not going to church again, but we would go for my mother um, for midnight mass uh, at Christmas. We would go mm-hmm. like whatever for her. And it was kind of at the point where it was like, oh, we don't even want to go anymore. Like, we're not going to go. And she was like, oh, you know, why don't we just go? Like, and again, my mom is not like my mom's very accepting, always has been. It's never been an issue. Um, but she just still at this point felt connected to the church and whatever for community. And she was like, well, you know, you don't have have to go, but what would be nice if you went anyways, Matt and I literally right before we were going to leave at like 11 a.m. 11 p.m. We're like, okay, we'll go. Fuck. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. If we're having a nice time. It's Christmas time. We went to the, the, this church, um, that we used to go to a, a ton when we were growing up. So we figured oh, we'll see some people that we know and it'll be nice. So we go to church, we go to midnight mass, we sit in the pew, we do the stuff. And then at the very end of the mass, Matt and I turned to each other and we were like, Oh my God, that was actually kind of nice. Like we saw a bunch of people that we knew that we grew up with and they're all like really lovely and also accepting, but we're all just, you know, in church because it's like what we've been conditioned to do and go to. And we sang and it was like fun and we had some laughs. And then right, literally right after we said that we all got up and we were leaving and we were, you know, you know, being in a good mood. The priest gets on his skinny little mic and he goes, oh, wait, everybody, please. Sorry, I forgot to mention. Meet us next week on Saturday downtown. Like, I don't know, at the art gallery or something. We're going to be banding against homosexuality. We're all going to bring our signs and um, we'll meet you there on Saturday. We'd really appreciate your attendance. No. And Matt and I turned to each other and we were like, are you fucking serious? How old were you again? Sorry. We were in our 20s. So we laughed. I can't believe that it still happens. Yeah. I can't believe. Yeah. Well, it was like 15 years ago. 15. Yeah. Almost 20 years ago. Yeah. We're going to go and say we hate the homos. Yeah, what the, but we're like, what a nice mass. That was fun. I forgot to say, fuck you, faggots. <laughs> Are those faggots in the back row? Burn them. That fucking dyke right there. You're going to burn in hell, dyke. Um, and then we were just like, oh, all righty. Well, let's go back wow. to the house. Yeah. So um, we were PLTs for going. No, no, but that, no. And that man is a PLT. Yeah, that man is that, a PLT. That man is probably gay. Gay, mm-hmm. Oh, gay, yeah, 100%. Gay. And everybody sure. went to that protest or whatever you want to even want to call it. They're all PLTs. They're too. all PLTs too. Mm-hmm. What are you doing the weekend? We're going to waste our time saying our hate for other people. Yeah. Well, I thought we'd laugh at that, but I guess really it's horrible. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I laugh when you first said it. And it's really fucked up. Hey, JR, here's the thing. Me and Amy know a lot of things about each other, but yeah. we surprised ourselves yeah. today, I think, with two different things. Story. I didn't That's know cool. that. Yeah. Your Playboy story and, <laughs> <laughs> and the real story. reason I have a sun. I had a sunfire. I know. My God. Amy Goodmurphy, you are a one, two, three. P-L-T. P-L-T. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Nailed it. Honey, you're up. Let's let them talk. Well, I mean, this story is a story I tell all the time because it is the most embarrassing story. And it's actually a daily room. I have, it's, I'm branded by this story. So it's a bad tattoo story. Okay. So I was 
18 years old um, and the drinking legal drinking age in Australia is 18 in the, the whole country. So um, we just turned 18 and like everyone does in small towns, they get married really young. So it was uh, one of my girlfriend's uh, bachelorette parties. I think we're 18, around that age. 18? Yeah, wow. 18, 18 19, 20, same thing. And, um, <laughs> you know, we're in this uh, this town that's, it's, it's kind of like a the party town that's just outside our town. So 40 minutes down the road, there's clubs and things like that. And, you know, we're all there for the weekend and we get completely trashed one night. Where, and there's, um, I grew up with like five best friends, girlfriends. And we're all there... Um, thinking that we all should get this tattoo, you know, that resembles our friendship because we're all best friends. You're like, like, oh, let's get some fucking tattoos and like just completely (laughs) wasted. And um, so we go to this tattoo parlor um, and like everywhere in small towns, country towns, like it's, it was just super dodgy. Um, We decided to get this, the word forever. (laughs) We all wanted it quite small and dainty on our wrists. And it was a word that, you know, uh, we thought would resemble, uh, resemble our friendship. And so we go into the tattoo parlor. The girls decided to go get theirs first because we're all really scared, even though we're still so drunk. And um, I said, I'll go last. So the girls go and the four of them go. And it, it was, so there's five of us. So the four of them go and they get their, their tattoo done. And everyone's as beautiful and exactly how we wanted it done. And it came to my turn. And um, they said that the guy said that, um, oh, I'm not going to do your tattoo. You'll have to come back tomorrow. It's the end of my shift. I'm done now. And the tattoos took like five minutes each. And so I was like, oh, okay. So we went back the next day, probably still drunk from the night before. And um, I went in and there was this like big bikey guy, <laughs> bald head. He had a scorpion on his face. And he was like, oh, sit down, sweetheart. And I sat down and he like, I just remember him stabbing the the tattoo gun into my wrist, writing forever, didn't even copy the stencil that was there, just freehanded it. And he, because, you know, if, if you want something light, you have to like kind of lightly press the skin so that it's not so dark. He was, I was in so much pain and oh. I, I, it was horrible, completely freehanded it. Afterwards, he's like, oh, that'll be on on there forever. And... <laughs> Cause he's like, Oh, you got to do it hard. Cause otherwise it'll, it'll remove after a few years, but that'll be on there forever. And I did get the whole homophobic vibe from him as well. So it did feel very that at the time. So it kind of felt like he was after me in a way, you know, and this is what it looks like. And it's a constant reminder every day. <laughs> oh, you might have just spin that around. But it looks like it looks like a four-year-old did it. It is so bad. Look at the O. It's not oh. that bad. It's not that it bad. is horrible. What? Um, what do you do on shows? I do they, cried. Put ma- they put makeup on they, that? I they look at it, they go, that is horrible, and they cover it every time. And I'm like, Do you have any tattoos? I'm like, Yeah, here it is. Oh my god. And they're just like, and I have to tell the story every time. Get it removed. Get, when do you get it removed? I, I, yeah, I will. But it's again, it's so dark that it might take a while to take off. And everyone's like, you should leave it. That's such a rock star, like rock and roll show, uh, rock and roll story. I'm like, but I'm not very rock and roll. I don't yeah. think it suits me to be that. Do your girlfriend still have it? Yeah. Well, so that's kind of cool. At least you all it's still funny. have it. Also, yeah. we're not all very, we're not all good friends anymore. Though. That's oh, the funny <laughs> part. <laughs> well, that's like anything. That's like when you do your high that's school. Smart. I don't know if, if you had like annuals, we call them here, like at the end of year, like with all the photos of everybody and pictures of events throughout your school year. And then when okay. you graduate, you get your photo, you your grad photo and you're allowed to have a little, you know, a little something underneath, you know, little, uh, in, mm-hmm. they, they want you to do, you know, if you know a nice little short poem or a quote from a movie, yeah. they, they, when they would tell you, don't put things about your friends because <laughs> you're very young right now and you have a lot of life to live and a lot of you are going to drift apart and I've gone back to look at mine and it's like <laughs> RS and TT love that night of the carnival <laughs> JM never going to forget the water slide uh, ha 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 I don't know who any of those people are at all like, like, yeah. it was a waste I should have put like a PB Herman quote or something but <laughs> yeah you live you learn 
Okay, wait. I have two things to say about that too. One, annuals. Yeah. We call them yearbooks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I call them yearbooks. We call them yearbooks as well. Annuals Annuals had me, I think it is annual, and it had me doing math when you were saying that. I was Mm. like, annual, Mm. annual. What the fuck's an annual? Mm. It's a yearbook. (laughs) Secondly, I don't want to skate over the fact that it better have not been a fucking homophobic thing because that little fuck is going to burn. It it was, I I think it definitely was. The whole like color was like, we're not going to do his tattoo. He can come back tomorrow and. Oh, that's what I was going to ask about too. Mm. Like five- it was like a team effort. It was horrible, but it's just, it, I laugh at it now and it's, yeah. uh, you know, you look down and you laugh and you get to tell stories like this and it's, it's funny, but I, I maybe should think about getting it removed. Yeah. Guess what? They're all burning in fucking hell. Yeah. You have really fired me up, JR. Oh, here she goes. <laughs> I'm thinking about this little stupid tattoo parlor that's dumb and stupid. And I wish I knew the name and you can all fuck off. Mm-hmm. It's still there. I saw it like I was just in Australia like a month ago and we walked past it and we were all laughing. And I was with the girls that had it done too. Oh, and good. we were just laughing about it. It was, it's, we've turned it into a story that we, um, all kind of yeah. share and laugh. You have to laugh those poor little things. Yeah. yeah. So that tattoo parlor one is a one, two, two three, three PLT. <laughs> Everyone involved. Shit. My God. Oh God. Well, what a beautiful tattoo from a beautiful memory. JR. <laughs> <laughs> so glad that it's still with you and that you get to look at it and relive mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. Well, I think we should get to our last question, honey. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for being so vulnerable nice. with us about your beautiful <laughs> sticker that Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Well, that's, they use that so word a lot. They, they use that word a lot on The, the Bachelor. bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that he was really vulnerable he today. Really vulnerable I need the girls to be a little bit more vulnerable tonight, so I can choose <laughs> how I'm going to go from six to five. <laughs> and I think I want to fuck them all, but yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, not sure. I don't want them to know. Diane, you were not vulnerable enough. Go home. <laughs> Diane, yeah. you were not vulnerable enough. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's your question. Are you ready? Yeah. If you knew the sun was going to burn out and we were all going to die, would you tell people beforehand or just keep it a secret? <laughs> Ryan wrote um, that. That's a, it's a good question. Mm-hmm. I would tell people. What? I would tell, I would tell all, the, all my enemies just Ooh. so they could freak out as well, you know? Yeah. Because I don't want to be the only one freaking out that I'm about to die. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not the whole world. I think that's a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> maybe my, my close friends, just so we can all kind of panic together and party or something. You know? Yeah. Th- oh, that's a good answer. Mm, yeah. You know, I really didn't think about this answer at all yet. Um, you go ahead. Okay. Uh, first I would, the first people I would tell the first people that come to mind would be that fucking tattoo parlor shop. <laughs> yeah. And I would call them and I would say, you're going to die. You're going to die, cunts. Yeah, cunts. And I'd be like, you know what? Jared's favorite word is cunt. cunt. And that's what you guys yeah. are. Yeah. Um, and then I, well, fuck. Now I'm confused. He had, that's a great answer. That's mm-hmm. a great thing. Where it's you like, can agree. Okay, well, I can agree. Yeah, I like, yeah, I would tell my close circle, but then yeah. I would feel guilty that like no one else is getting to live out, but then I wouldn't want to cause chaos mm-hmm, before exactly. it happened. Oh my God, I guess I side with JR. I think, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I do what he does. Okay. And then piggybacking on that, I don't think I would tell anybody, but I would still plan like a fun party with my family and friends and just, I'd make up a reason so they wouldn't freak out, but I would still have that yeah. final moment with them and we could all be together because yeah, you might tell your you know parents and your, and your siblings that you're going to, you know, the world's going to end, but let's have a little party and get drunk just to say goodbye to each other. They might not handle it as easy as you, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I would probably not tell anybody because as long as it was quick, because it, it was, yeah, I, mean, I think it would be quick if it happened. It would just be like, oh no. Yeah. And then you'd all just be It gone. would be very quick. Yeah. If it was the sun. Also, yeah. how did you, how did you find out <laughs> that the sun, that the, the, <laughs> how did you find out that the sun was going to burn out? How did you know that? Yeah, how do you know that? Um, I guess, um, Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you probably, hey. the president. Hey. You, oh, oh. Don't look up. Okay. You, probably, look up. But you probably met her too, didn't you? Yeah, you probably did. Probably. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to, JR. You're going to. Okay. You're on a fucking trajectory like this for yeah. fuck's sakes. Jesus yeah. Christ. You heard of the slippery slope? You're going up. You're all going down, honey. Yep. Oh, my God. Anyways. Oh, oh. Hey, this has been lovely. No, JR, that was a really good time. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thanks so much, much for fun. being with us. Yeah. Yeah. PLT, the I podcast. Can you believe it? It happened to you. I, yeah. <laughs> Cannot believe it. Thank you for the invite. Yes. Yeah. I'm um, honored. For, for our listeners out there who want to follow you, what's your social media handle? Um, I have Instagram, 
And it, my handle is Jay Tanaka. Just my name. Yep. J A Y. Go on, little J A Y R T I N A C O. That's it. Tanako. 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 No, I don't. Yeah, I don't have potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Okay, Jr. You're lovely as hell. So are you. You're sweet. SOB. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is not a slight against your mother. I just like saying son of a bitch, but yes. not about your mom. No. And we wish you nothing but success. And we can't wait to have you on the pod again yeah. where you tell us that you've met God knows who. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh. You guys. Enjoy your day, honey. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. (laughs) (laughs) And as we always say, you You poor poor little little thing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.